Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back, Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I am your host, Ryan Rothstein, recording this on May 19th in the afternoon. I'm actually watching the Phillies here in this Thursday matinee. They're currently down 2 0 in the top of the eighth. Uh, hopefully, you know, they can get a, a comeback win here, either put some runs on the board here in the bottom of the eighth or the bottom of the ninth. We shall see. Uh, just to recap a little bit, and I'm not going to recap too much of this game from Wednesday night now uh, by the time you're listening to this episode, but uh, I do want to just touch on what we saw from Zach Wheeler on Wednesday night because that's the the question, right? The, the question is, and it's obviously the bullpen, that's the biggest concern, but with the hitting that we saw out in LA and out on that West Coast trip and Coming back home now, and we'll see if the Phillies are able to take this series against the Padres. It's looking like a, a challenge right now, as I mentioned. Can they get consistent starting pitching? Right, Because then at least the bullpen concerns maybe dwindle a little bit. They're still going to be there. They're not going anywhere right now. But if you're going to get performances from Wheeler consistently, like we got on Wednesday should make us feel a little bit better about the fills. Uh, Bryce Harper's been out of the lineup. And the 31-year-old right-hander, Zach Wheeler, he went seven innings, seven shutout innings, didn't walk anyone, struck out nine batters to bring his scoreless inning streak to almost 21 innings, 20 and two-thirds innings over his last three starts at home. Game one against the Padres, the Phillies were on the receiving end of a 3-0 shutout, and then they turn around and issue the 3-0 shutout in a win over San Diego. Uh, so we'll see if they're able to get the, the series win here down 2-0 late in this game on Thursday at the time of recording. The Phillies, I want to take a look at their futures market numbers at Bet River Sportsbook. Not a ton of movement. Um, but I do want to get to a couple of key things here for the Phils. World Series odds, 30 to 1. NL winner, 16 to 1. But let's look at the division for a second. All right, because, yeah, the Mets look pretty damn good. And, you know, I don't know if I can continue to say, well, they're the Mets, right? They're, they're, they're going to screw up here at some point. And <laughs> baseball has a lot of ups and downs. It's a very long season. It's only mid-May, so that could very well end up being true. But I don't know if we should be banking on that, right? Because the Mets do seem to have a little bit of a different feel to them right now so far this season, sitting atop the NL East at 25-14. and 14. The Phillies are 18-19, and 19, depending on what happens here today against San Diego. They're six games back of the New York Mets, right? Miami Marlins 
are a little bit of the surprise team thus far. Although, you know, 17 and 20, I wouldn't say is a surprise, but Atlanta and their struggles at 17 and 21 is probably more of a surprise than Washington trying to end their season before I think June even gets here at 13 and 26, 12 games back. But your Phillies to win the NL East right now at Bet Rivers plus 650. Atlanta's plus 250, despite being a game and a half back of your Phillies, seven and a half back of the Mets. Miami's 20 to one. Uh, and then the New York Mets, your leader at minus 186. The question becomes is plus 650 for the Phillies a good bet to make right now for the Phillies to win the division? We'll get into that a little bit later in this episode. How about Bryce Harper? who has been missing some time here the past three games or so. He's 11-1 to 1 to win NL MVP for the second straight year. Is that a good bet to make? So we still have uh, some futures market discussions to get to here in this episode. But the news, I would say the biggest news here in Philadelphia is Bradbury to the Eagles, right? I mean, that's the, that's the headline here. Uh, today, certainly yesterday, as the Eagles add a legitimate corner across from Slay. Is that enough? And when I say is that enough, what type of impact will James Bradbury potentially make now donning a Philadelphia Eagles uniform, right? Not, not many Pro Bowl cornerbacks just pop up and become available in the free agency market in May. So this was... When opportunity and possibility meets, maybe not possibility, but you get my point. This is not something that typically happens. Uh, and Howie Roseman and the Eagles front office jumped on it. All right, $10 million was the reported contract for one year. But after doing some digging, it's really $7.5 million with an opportunity for Bradbury to make $2.5 million more uh, in incentives. You look at who he is, right? Who is James Bradbury? Well, he made the Pro Bowl in 2020. And in the last six years, Slay has 19 interceptions and 84 pass deflections. Bradbury has 15 interceptions and 82 pass deflections. They're the only players in the NFL with 15 or more picks and 80 or more passes deflected or defended since 2016. And now they are on the same team, on the same defense, across from one another. I mean, you look at the job that Howie Roseman has done this offseason already, and it's it's spectacular. I mean, I hate the grades, right? But we we love to eat up, uh, you know, giving out grades for whatever the topic may be. If we're doing that here for Howie Roseman and the Eagles offseason, it has to be an A. I mean, it, it has to be an A. This, this roster now on paper is legitimate, and they have it significantly improved. But the key words and phrase here is on paper, right? How will that translate to the field? Uh, we can only speculate now, and we love to do just that. We love to speculate. So we'll get into some best bets right now for the Eagles in the futures market, if there are any. Let's just give you all the updates right now before we get into it. Eagles to win the Super Bowl, 28-1. to 1. Eagles to win the NFC, 12-1. to 1. You look at the NFC East winner odds, uh, and there is some movement there. The Eagles are plus 175. Last week, they were plus 225. Dallas has moved back a little bit. They're now plus 125. The Washington Commanders, led by 
assuming assuming that they're led by, I should say, uh, quarterback Carson Wentz, they're plus 500, and the New York Giants are plus 800, all to win the division. The interesting part is the win total movement. The Eagles now up to nine and a half, and maybe about 10 days ago, 14 days ago, this was at eight and a half. Now up to nine and a half. The over nine and a half wins for the Birds, minus 125. The under, plus 103. For the Eagles to make the playoffs at Bet Rivers, yes is priced at minus 150. No, priced at plus 123. So is there anything there that we should maybe look to jump on uh, sooner rather than later? We'll get to all of that. We'll break down some more of the roster additions here. And, you know, most recently, of course, James Bradbury, the cornerback who was just recently released from the New York Giants, now picked up and signed by our Philadelphia Eagles. So a lot to get to on this episode with a focus on the futures market here as it relates to the Phillies and the Eagles. So we're going to do that. We're going to have some fun. We'll step away from the Sixers talk um, as I think we all need a break, but we will touch on the NBA playoffs right now. Dallas and Golden State played Wednesday night. Boston and Miami played Tuesday night. We'll look at the updated series odds for both of those series right now for the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. Uh, so we will update you there uh, a little bit later in this episode. So plenty to discuss here on the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. All right, so let's get into the Eagles here. And I, I mentioned the, the biggest story as it relates to the Birds right now is the signing of Bradbury. I mean, Howie Roseman, it's just, it's funny to me how much criticism and hate that Howie has gotten over the years from Eagles fans. And he just continues to dominate the offseason, right? Like just stockpiling first round draft picks, smartly moving up or moving back in the draft figuring out ways to add talent through trades on draft day with A.J. Brown. I mean, look at what this team has done this offseason. I mean, you, you go and get A.J. Brown. He's obviously one of the best receivers in all of football. Miles Sanders, I still think, is a tad overrated at times. But he's still a very legitimate talent here in the NFL when healthy. Dallas Goddard, we know, is a very good tight end. We'll see what type of steps he can take this year as the full-time starter without Zach Ertz. You bring in uh, Hassan Reddick, who's a dynamic pass rusher via free agency. You're able to add interior defensive line depth and talent with Georgia's defensive tackle, Jordan Davis. You bring in Bradbury. You bring in A.J. Brown. I, I mean, they, they have been able to add legitimate talent all over the field, on both sides of the ball. Offensive line, still one of the best in football. Definitely the most uh, depth at that offensive line spot. All of the spots on the offensive line from top to bottom. So you have one of, if not the best offensive line group in the NFL. You have one of the best wide receivers now in the NFL to go along with one of the best young and up-and-coming wide receivers in the NFL. You have a top five tight end. You have a legitimate running back. You have a stud on defense and slay. 
You have Fletcher Cox still. We'll see what he looks like this year. But now you add a young talent with Georgia's uh, D-tackle, Jordan Davis, right? So, I mean, where where can we really complain? I guess safety? <laughs> but my goodness, it, it, Howie answered a lot of questions that we had in the past couple of months, and he, he answered almost all of them. And I am... I don't want to say at all I'm a Jalen Hurts hater. We talked a lot about this last year throughout the football season on various episodes. I'm not sold. And I'll tell you what, I don't think the Eagles are sold yet on him either. And that's part of why they made all these moves, I believe. Because listen, even if they're not sold on Jalen, they have built a roster now that can still win a ton of games in the regular season. They build a roster that should absolutely compete for the division. And you could have gotten the Eagles at plus 350, plus 400. They're now, as I mentioned, all the way down to plus 175. I still like that number. I would love to get that number back over plus 200 if I can get it closer to plus 250. I think that's the best bet, right? Like if we look at the win total at nine and a half, priced at minus 125 for the over. I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that because, you know, despite all of these roster improvements, for me to bet on this team to get 10 wins at minus 125, th th that doesn't do anything for me, right? It just, it doesn't do anything for me. I could see the Eagles winning the division with nine wins. So their schedule seems favorable now. That doesn't mean it actually will be. I did bring up uh, maybe last week now at this point, how the Eagles have five of their eight road games are on a short week. That's something to consider, right? So like for me, for a few different reasons, I'm staying away from the win total play right now. I would say the best bet right now to make on the Eagles in the futures market in the middle of May is to win the NFC East at plus 175. Dallas got worse. The New York Giants aren't doing anything with that quarterback. And none of us, I think, can say with confidence are sold on Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders. So we'll see if they prove us wrong. But uh, I'm not concerned right now. That's for sure. All right, Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Uh, I want to switch now and transition to some more baseball talk. We'll look at the futures market and how these numbers stack up for the Phillies and if there's a good play to make right now for the baseball team. All right, so I mentioned to start this episode the updated odds for the Philadelphia Phillies to win the World Series, to win the NL, to win the NL East, Harper MVP. Is there a play right now that we like or a play that maybe stands out for the Phillies as it relates to the futures market and the updated odds in each category? Plus 650 to win the division is something interesting, and I actually, you know, I, I like that play and I like that number right now but a buy low spot that i like even more is the phillies to win the world series i know it may sound crazy to some fans but the key words are buy low right the phillies are 30 to 1 to win the world series this is a team that has one of the best offenses in all of baseball that outfield of Schwarber, Castellanos and Harper is no joke we know Harper's been DH now but you get my point and like I said, can we get the consistent ace-like performances from Zach Wheeler? 
Aaron Nola has been better, right? If Aaron Nola can be a legitimate number two, if Zach Wheeler can continue to be an ace, you have a really strong one-two punch there in your starting rotation. You have guys like Ranger Suarez who has been solid. Kyle Gibson has been solid. So the starting rotation can actually come together and be be a solid piece to this puzzle. And if the offense can continue to take strides and be be their dominant selves and reach close to their potential offensively, you have something here. And you have something where, you know, why can't they make a run, right? And we'll see what they look like closer to the trade deadline in the right uh, midseason here before the deadline. Maybe they're able to add a legitimate bullpen arm or maybe even add, you know, a nice little piece to their starting rotation. We'll see if they decide to trade or keep Hoskins, if they trade or keep uh, Alec Bohm. Those are the two names that get brought up a lot. But for a buy low spot, I love the Phillies at 30 to 1 to win the World Series, even more so than I like them to win the division at plus 650. I think that's a solid play as well. Harper to win MVP at 11 to 1. I like that too. He has been absolutely spectacular. One of the best hitters in all of baseball, not just in the NL. Uh, he has missed some time here recently, but he'll be back. Uh, he'll be back, and hopefully he'll be able to continue to play and hit at a high level. So uh, Philly's 30-1 to to win the World Series. I also like Harper to win NL MVP at 11-1. to uh, It looks like the Phillies are not going to be able to close out this Thursday game here. Uh, we'll see if they're able to hit, you know, maybe force extra innings or walk things off there in the top of the ninth at the time of recording. So... Um, regardless, 30 to one world series for the fills. Uh, if you're looking for a play to make right now in the futures market, all right, we will wrap things up here on this episode, talking some hoops. We'll put a bow on some of the other biggest storylines, sports betting storylines here, both in Philly and in the world of sports. Uh, and I'll give you some of my plays and my thoughts now on who's going to come out of each series in the NBA in the East and the West. All right, so let's get into some hoops talk. Boston and Miami, game two, Thursday night, uh, tipping off at, what is it, 8.30? Yeah, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, Boston and Miami, game two in South Beach. Miami took game one. Um, 118 to 107. It was a little bit higher scoring than I predicted or anticipated that game to be. But regardless, I, I picked the Miami Heat on the money line to win game one. And now you look at game two and, you know, going into this series, all the talk was on Boston and a lot of people felt like the Eastern Conference Finals was already played. That the winner of Boston and Milwaukee was going to come out of the East. And, you know, maybe that's true, but... To me, I, I, I feel like the Miami Heat continue to get slighted. They continue to, continue to get disrespected, undervalued, and overlooked. Boston just had a, a grueling heavyweight 12-round fight with the defending champs and Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Miami Heat, they've been outstanding at home. They've been outstanding at home, particularly in the postseason, going 7-0 straight up and 6-1 and against the spread winning by an average of 16 points per game when they're in South Beach. All right, it is clear as day that their role players and really just collectively as a team, they shoot way better at home. And that's typically the case 
for for whoever you discuss in the NBA playoffs, the home team typically shoots better. And I, I, I know the betting market is going to be all over Boston here uh, because, as I mentioned, a lot of people have them getting to the NBA finals. So now down 1-0, I think the talk becomes, well, they're not going to go down 0-2. I think they will go down 0-2. And that doesn't mean they're not going to even win this series. I think once again, in this series between the Heat and the Celtics, we're going to see two wins at home from Miami, and we're going to see two wins at home from Boston. And this thing's going to come back 2-2, game five in Miami. So tonight, you look at the odds. Miami's a two-point home favorite. Miami on the money lines, minus 129. They're plus 108 for the Boston Celtics with the total at 206.5. I like Miami minus two, or if you just want to take them on the money line, it's not a terrible price at minus 129. And for a play on the total, I am sticking with the under. I felt like it was a little bit higher scoring than, than I thought it would be in game one. I don't know if that happens again in game two, so I still lean towards the under, but my best play for Boston and Miami game two is take the Miami Heat against the spread to take a 2-0 series lead. You look at the Western Conference Finals between Dallas and Golden State, and Golden State really was impressive in game one on Wednesday night, winning 112-87. to And Luka still had a good night, but for his standards, I would say a bad night. 20 points. Seven rebounds, four assists, and he didn't really get any help. And that was the difference in the last series for the um, for the Mavericks. Luka went off, and he had a ton of help. They shot the ball really well. They defended really well. He didn't get much help last night. I don't know if that will continue to be the story, continue to be the case moving forward. Uh, you look at the odds for the Game 2 Friday night right now. Dallas, a six-and-a-half-point underdog. They're plus 210 on the money line to win. Golden State, of course, the favorite at minus 265 with the total at 214. We'll get more into this uh, this matchup and, and this game two out west on the next episode on Friday. But right now, I like Dallas plus six and a half. I, I think they're still capable of tying this series up. Uh, and if not, I think they're capable of bouncing back and being much more competitive than they were in game one against the Golden State Warriors. We shall see. All right, Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein. Make sure you are following the show, subscribing to the show, available on all of your podcast platforms, wherever your preferred platform is, whether it's Apple Pods, Google Pods, Spotify, doesn't matter. And you can give me a follow on Twitter at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. You can find links to each and every episode and links to all the platforms right there on my Twitter page. Hope everyone has a great rest of their day, great rest of their night. Good luck on all of your bets, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Peace. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the entire baseball season. Place a three leg, same game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com.
presented by Bet Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.